Welcome to Bubbles and Books, a podcast about two of the best things in life, books and champagne, brought to you by Amanda and Ellen, co-owners of your local independent bookstore, Dog-Eared Books in Ames, Iowa. First, give me a cheers. Okay, we're ready. And books are sexy. There's no bubble pop today because we needed to drink early. Rachel was busy collecting my food for me. She was my Uber driver for the day. Uber Foods, Uber Eats. So we popped the French blue. You're paying attention, Rachel, with your buying habits. It's brute. You had a dream about this. It's special. Cremant de Bordeaux. That means it's from the Bordeaux region of France. So it's technically not champagne because it's from Bordeaux, but it's very tasty. And it doesn't have much more to tell me other than. It has this cute little guy in a blue vest and short pants carrying a barrel of grapes on his shoulder. So thanks for making this wine, little dude. It's really good. We're drinking this French blue bubbly from Bordeaux. Thank you, Rachel, for for getting this for us. Okay, Ellen, what are you reading right now? Oh, I've been reading a few things. Mm Mm-hmm. So you've been um, very busy while also puking your guts out. I have. The only um, positive side of being sick is that I spent a lot of time reading in bed when I wasn't sleeping. Isn't that the best feeling of just being like, That's I'm not, not allowed now. to leave my bed? Well, if you if you have to puke a bunch, it's not the best feeling. But I wouldn't know it's, because it's my silver lining. My special talent that I like to tell everyone about is I can't get the stomach flu. So if you were like in the Miss America pageant, you would be like, yes, <laughs> my talent is yeah. not puking. <laughs> Surround me with people with norovirus. Watch me. I'm immune. <laughs> psh, 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 psh. <laughs> never in my life. You've never puked in your life. The only time I've ever puked is from drinking too much alcohol. <laughs> Damn. You didn't <laughs> puke when you were pregnant? Um, only when I drink champagne in the hospital after a C-section. Because <laughs> you're not pregnant anymore. <laughs> and that probably wasn't a good idea with the painkillers. So, whoops. Well, it was earned. It was worth it. <laughs> it was actually that I had two glasses and then I puked three times. So. After two. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, I read Burnham Wood. Ooh, I love this cover. It's a and people cool are buying it. Cover. What is it about? Well, now that you should ask, I will tell you. <laughs> um, so it's kind of a it's a psychological thriller, is how I would categorize Uh-oh, it. Uh-oh, we need to move where it lives in the store. Yeah. You, it doesn't right have the stereotypical psychological thriller cover. Okay. No, and it it's doesn't. A very, um, and I appreciate that. It's a very, like, um, the writing in it is super tight. It reminds me a little bit of Devil House by John Darnielle and that, like, the writing is just super, super high quality. Um, the sentence structure, the word choice is just very, like, well done. And it's not a fast-paced psychological thriller. But the premise is that it takes place in New Zealand, which is kind of cool. Yeah, because you've spent time in New Zealand. I have spent time there. Um, And there is this gardening group called Burnham Wood, which is a reference to Macbeth. How? I don't know Macbeth. Well, it doesn't really matter. Okay. But just just a literary reference. Okay, cool. Macbeth didn't turn out well. Let's just say that. Mm. Burnham Wood is this... um, gardening group like a little an organization and what they do is they plant community gardens sometimes illegally in, oh cool like you know land that is owned privately but no one's paying attention to it they'll also like pilfer like water supplies and electricity and oh, we kind of like, like it the rogue gardeners They're rogue gardeners is what they are there are some people who would like to read this book yeah so there's the rogue gardeners and then sort of the other element of this is there has recently been a landslide on the South Island, and it has blocked this roadway into a particular region. And in this region is a farm that was on the market, 
to be divided into subdivisions prior to the landslide, and now it's off the market. And Mira, who runs Burnham Wood, like sees that there's this farm potentially just like sitting there abandoned, and she sees it as an opportunity, like maybe we could go like get a season's worth of crops out of this place and yeah. no one would know about it. Cool. And maybe we could become financially solvent for once in our fucking lives. That's so and cool. So, but Mira is not likable. None of the characters in this book are likable. If you need a likable character to root for, this is not your book. So Mira goes out there to scout the place. The place is owned by this guy, Owen Darvish and his wife. And Owen has recently been knighted. But he doesn't live on the property full time. He has a department in Wellington. He's kind of this like sort of famous-ish guy. And she, because he's been in the news because of his knighthood, she knows that he's not occupying the farm. And so she goes there and she runs into a guy on the property who's an American billionaire. And he is in negotiations with the Darvishes to buy this piece of property mm. to quote unquote build a bunker crazy americans i will tell you that there is something much more nefarious happening much more evil happening and so no that's hot that's not a a spoiler i promise it's not a spoiler so mira enters into this arrangement with Robert Lemoyne, the billionaire, and he's like, I it's will like fund, Des Moines. Yeah, I will fund Burnham Wood. I will give you money that you have never had before, and you can use this land. Um, and she is essentially making a deal with the devil. Okay. Mm. And there's all kinds of fallout. Ooh, I and love it. There's also sort of like within Burnham Wood, there's sort of these separate factions and competing philosophies and like mm-hmm. uh, tensions and relationships. And so it's like, how does this situation all come to a head? It's it's about environmentalism. It's about wealth and capitalism and activism and maintaining one's values. Uh, it's really, really good. Sounds like it. And then I'm re- now I'm reading a book called Brutes by... Oh, Diz Tate. Ooh, cool name, Diz. And uh, it's really pretty interesting. It's It's a cool cover, right? Like a beachy scene? Yeah. Or like a kind of like washed out Instagram filter scene? Yep. And it's different from anything I've read recently. It's a different style of writing. Um, The premise is that it's this group of friends who are like 13 and a girl they know has gone missing. Mm-hmm. They like they all live in Florida, and they are not really they don't really know this girl. This girl's like popular. She's the daughter of a preacher, and they're but they're always observing her. They're always observing everyone around them. Coming of age stories a are little, Ellen's favorite. A, a little bit, and then um, interspersed with that is like tales from the present day when each of these girls is an adult. And we know that they know more. And so it's like sort of the piecing together of this disappearance. Cool. What are you reading? I'm so excited about what I'm reading. It was kind of like a little treat for me. Um, I am reading Perfect Little World by Kevin Wilson. This is Kevin Wilson backlist. Okay, so you and I discovered Kevin Wilson when, what was your f- first Kevin Wilson? Was it Nothing to See yeah, Here? Yeah, it was Nothing okay. to See So here. Nothing to See Here is about a woman who is called to help her private school classmate who was hoity-toity um, care for her new stepchildren who light on fire when they're pissed off. <laughs> um, very absurd. But, like, so cool. Is so cool. We will carry this book in our store always. Um, and we loved... Uh, Kevin's newest Nothing to See Here. It was one of our subscription picks. Um, Or now it's not the time to panic. Sorry, I'm repeating my titles. Um, Nothing to See Here is lighting your pants on fire. Uh, Now is not the time to panic. It's about um, a kind of coming of age, um, mass hysteria, demonic panic, um, 90s novel about art and its influence, what it is to keep a secret over a long period of time. Really cool. Um, 
a friend of mine, uh, a friend of both of ours, Amanda uh, Robinson, great reader. Um, she always picks our book picks for our, our little book club that started all she has of what we picks, did. Yeah. 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 She picks the good ones. She said, I'm reading the family Fang because she has also discovered Kevin Wilson and wants to read his backlist. And she said to me, I'm seeing hints of or connections to nothing to see here. And now is not the time to panic. And I was like, really? So retrospectively, she's able to see some connections to some of these future novels. So hmm. I was like, I'm going to pick up Perfect Little World. I grabbed this at Elliott Bay when we were yeah. at the uh, Winter Institute, our national um, continuing education opportunity with other independent booksellers. Elliott Bay has the luxury of space. They also have great taste. So they had the entire Kevin space Wilson. And space and taste and space and taste. Space and taste and space and taste and space. Spacey and tasty. Um, if we, we could. should write their jingle for them. They're probably rich enough to have a jingle. <laughs> they should have a jingle. Elliot Bay. <laughs> space and taste and space and taste and space and taste and space. And the space needle. Oh my, oh my God. God. It Full works. Full circle moment. <laughs> we and, can, we can also, go film the commercial in the space needle. And that's also where we discovered Chambongs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so special. Anyway, as I <laughs> refill my Chambong, because of their space and their taste. Sorry, Ellen. There's nothing left for you. Um, I was able to pick up Perfect Little World. And Kevin gets great cover designs. The cover for The Family Fang was amazing. Um, all of his covers are awesome. Perfect Little World is kind of this like playhouse house with its little compartmentalized rooms and within it are little families. And honestly, I'm not, I can't give you the synopsis. I just picked it up because I was like, it's backless Kevin Wilson. I want more of him. I want to discover his roots. But what I can tell you is, and I do understand, is that there is a child psychologist or a family psychologist who is raised by two radical child psychologists who believed in this idea of like uh, friction parenting. I don't remember exactly what they called it, but the idea that Life sucks. We run into obstacles. So you know what? When you're raising your children, create some obstacles <laughs> and some friction for them so that when they grow up, they're not so depressed about it. So it's like, how do you like frustrate your children from the years zero to five instead of protect them and make them this lovely little world where everything's just fine? It's like, ooh. So anyway, they were like, they kind of, you know, they were famous for a while. And then everyone was like, you're crazy. And now there's this man who is the grown child of these two psychologists, and he now has his own method. He's obviously been shaped by his traumatic upbringing, and he wants this idea of, like, the world is your family. You can't rely on imperfect parents. We need to create an environment in which children, young children, ages zero to five, know that their family is everywhere. You can rely on any adult to raise you. You know, it's just this, like... The world raises children. So there is going to be a commune. Obviously. There are going to be parents. There are going to be children. And there's going to be this manipulated method for raising them in their first five years. Um, I know the main character is a Rachel. Oh, my God. Rachel. <sighs> She's drinking or shaking. She gives us trouble about our buzzing phones. Jesus. Anyway, I, uh, the main character is a high school senior. And this is where we get back to our friend Amanda and these connections between Kevin's books. It takes place in Coalfield. Ooh. Ooh. Now is not the time to panic takes place in Coalfield. Shit. Yeah. So... She has fallen in love with her art teacher. She is kind of this like easy genius raised by the uh, uh, a single father. I believe she lost her mother um, who died due to health concerns. 
eat her parents are unusual, but she is just someone who just is off the charts, just smart. Aces every test, but she has no ambition. She just doesn't see the point of the way the world operates, this achievement society. And she's in love with her art teacher. And her art teacher is from this like kind of wealthy political family. And um, he also has probably bipolar disorder and is not regulating it well. At graduation, she lets him know she's pregnant with this child. He kind of goes on a bender, ends up institutionalized, and eventually commits suicide. Um, And she finds herself in a position where she's like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to figure it out, but is approached by his mother. So the grandmother of her child, this wealthy, connected woman, says, I'm going to help you in these ways, but I want to hook you up with this odd psychologist who is going to give you a job and an opportunity to raise your child in a very secure way. So I'm curious to see where it's going. Sounds good. I'm also reading some books to deal with like one of my mental health crises. Uh, I have many. Um, The art of keeping, no, keeping house while drowning. We have that in the store. Really love it. It's about taking away the shame about uh, untidiness in your home. So rethinking that, you know, not being tidy or organized, being uh, immoral. And then I'm reading Decluttering at the Speed of Life because I would like my house to be just like peaceful. So that's that's what I'm doing right now. Reading Kevin Wilson. Good job. And God help me solve the problems in my house. So that's what we got going on uh, in our reading life. But we're both gearing up for the big game. The big day. Yeah. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl of indie book selling. It is the 10th annual National Independent Bookstore Day. So that would be like the big X if it was the Super Bowl. It would just be an X. X. Super Bowl X. Um, it's the 10th annual and it's our third is what I realized our third independent bookstore day because our first independent, independent, independent <laughs> bookstore was right after we opened and it we was. were like, um, okay, um, <laughs> we don't know what this is really about, but we're going to throw a little party for our people. We've been open like a month, a month and a half. What's our biggest sales day that year? Yeah, so thank you for showing up, people of Ames. That was really exciting. We gave out balloons, um, and we had a couple, you know, special promotions. But what was really exciting was in our second year, we saw the opportunity to collaborate with independent bookstores in central Iowa. Um, We were approached by another bookseller who had come from New York who said, when I was in New York, Independent Bookstore Day was all about this Independent Bookstore Day passport. Of course, in New York, you have like, they're a dime a dozen independent bookstores. They have riches. And apparently there's a day long challenge where you have to hit every single indie bookstore in one day. (laughs) I mean, Manhattan is its own little teeny little island. You know, there are, you know, they probably included Brooklyn. It's not on the island, you know. Probably Williamsburg, things like that. But anyway, you had to get around. You probably had to pay a lot of Uber fare or get on the subway. But anyway, they made it happen. She said, why don't we make this happen in central Iowa? And so a group of, at that time, six, am I remembering right? Six independent bookstores in the I-35, I-80 corridor joined together for a month-long independent bookstore road trip passport challenge. And we were, the idea behind it was um, our customers are their customers and their customers are our customers. Uh, The idea is that when someone wants a book, they buy it from the bookstore that's local, wherever they are. So if you're in Des Moines and you want a copy of Burnham Wood, you pop it into the store and you grab it and you read it while you're waiting for your friends to go out to dinner. Um, and so we joined together and we created this passport, but uh, we were surprised that <laughs> many, many people completed the challenge of visiting all six stores in one day. We were giving them 30 days yeah, to like do it. Yeah, like on Indie Bookstore Day, people, they like got together in groups mm-hmm. and they were like, 
it was their day. It felt like, what's your favorite reality show that you want to win and go out for someday? Survivor. Yeah. You're yeah. thinking of Amazing Race. She wants to go. She wants to go on Survivor, but I'm thinking of Amazing Race. It was like Amazing Race. By the way, they if ran watching into the Survivor store. right now. Slide into my DMs. Okay. <laughs> this is I have thoughts. <laughs> one of Ellen's weird side hobbies <laughs> is what. That's a weird side hobby. Yes. Watching Survivor. <laughs> yes, I do not understand reality television competitions, and I include Bachelor and Bachelorette in the competition realm because they're competing for love. But this is sort of like an amazing race of books. It is an amazing race of bookstores because people were so successful last year. Unfortunately, we are raising the stakes. It is a weekend now. A you weekend. You have Indie Bookstore Day, the 29th of April, and the following day, the 30th, mm-hmm. to complete the passport. But we have added a bookstore. There are now seven. What? Okay, so we're the Far North Store, Ames. You can either, you can hit us every day if you want. Hit us first. Hit us last. Hit us in the middle. Hit us in between everybody. We'd be really (laughs) happy. Um, But we have a bookstore in Ankeny that we added this year. It's called Dungeons Gate. They have a lot of role playing groups, but they also have fiction and nonfiction. They have a wonderful, especially like in um, sci fi and fantasy, they have some wonderful curation. curation and a really great independent asset to the community of Ankeny. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ankeny is a draw for a lot of chains, and they're very lucky to have this very unique independent. Uh, bookstore. Um, then if you head further south, we have um, someone who's been around pre-modern um, day depression. What did we call 2008? The recession. <laughs> yes. That is just an understatement of a word. Anyway, 2006, I believe they opened. I could be wrong, but Beaverdale Books in the Beaverdale, like it'd be like our summer set for people who live in Ames. It's this cute little neighborhood. They've been around forever. They really like to support local authors. Um, then we have two new bookstores, one newer than the other. We have in Valley Junction, Reading in Public. Um, they opened this year. And this is the person who uh, first brought us the idea of a passport. So thank you, Lindsay. Um, And then we have over in the East Village, Storyhouse Book Pub, the lovely Abby, um, super wonderful, supportive indie bookseller, um, doing some, I mean, she's probably going to play her ukulele on Indie Bookstore Day. Probably. Like, that's all you have to know about Abby. She's like a person who can play a ukulele and just be so adorable. And you don't hate her. You don't hate her. Like, how is that possible? Um, And then we have a pop-up, Raccoon River Press. Such a cool idea. She's been popping up like a little gopher at the Des Moines Zoo. So cute. They they won't actually be at the Des Moines Zoo. There are gophers at the Des Moines Zoo. Do you know when? Groundhogs. Whatever. But I don't know. Prairie dogs. Prairie dogs. Prairie (laughs) dogs at zoos. You know what happens? they They create enclosures for them. And they don't stay in. Well, in Omaha Zoo, they're just a wild thing. Someone should make a movie like Free Willy, but it's like Free (laughs) They already freed themselves. (laughs) They freed themselves. Yeah, they don't need any help. We don't need you, motherfuckers. But she'll be at 515 Brewing Brewery and also (laughs) Pasta Shots. On, so 515 Brewery at, uh, on Saturday and then Pots and Shots, where I hosted one of my kids' birthday parties. This is a killer place. Plants, books, and cocktails. What? That's on Saturday? Sunday. Sunday. That's on Sunday. So plants on Sunday and get a cocktail. Uh, boo- beer. Beer and booze on Saturday. So good job, Jenna. And then uh, down in Indianola, we have page turners. So north to south, east to west. These are the best. The best. We are the best. Okay. So why should you do this? Because it's fun. It's so much fun. It's a celebration of all that indies have to offer. And it's a great opportunity if you don't venture outside your local indie too often to see what else is around you. Right. And to be able to direct your friends and other communities to their local indie. I like to call this a kind of like a um, a flight. You know, when you get a flight, 
of like beers or champagne or wine. It's like a flight of indies. Yeah, it's a flight of indies and you can sample. You know what? Maybe you'll figure out that Dog Eared Books gives you the best literary fiction recommendations or best picture books. And you're like, that's where I'm going to go Maybe when I need it. that they have the best looking owner. <laughs> the JK. dog. Yeah, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> She's really good looking. Maybe you'll find they have the owner with the most punchable face. Oh my God. That's so sad. That's, me? No, me. <laughs> I don't think anyone would punch your face. You know what? Amy would tell you to buy the most punchable face. Yeah. Colin Joe's bio. She would. Anyway, so you'll find your bookstore. <laughs> you'll find your home. You'll, you'll find, find your, it. You'll find the matchmaker for your literary life. You'll find the person that's going to bring it alive. You're going to find a title that you haven't seen anywhere because we talk about this all the time. You and I shop other indies. We oh, yeah. can get books at cost anytime we want. But the reason we shop other indies is because there are readers um, and owners and people who work in those stores who are expanding our literary experience. They are showing us books that we didn't otherwise know about, that we didn't know were fantastic. And they're telling us why they're fantastic. Um, We study what every great bookstore in the country is doing. Every chance we get, we visit an indie bookstore. And this is your opportunity to see the best of Central Iowa's indie bookstores. And if you complete the passport, mm-hmm. you will turn it in at your last stop. And mm-hmm. Each of us seven stores will draw from the turned in passports that we have. Mm-hmm. And so there will be seven grand prizes this year. Last year, there was only one. Seven grand prizes, and this is like an amazing swag bag palooza. Yeah, all the merch tote bags, t shirts, mugs, coffee. What did we decide we're contributing? Puzzle, pine oh my god, there's so many good things. They're all, it's a really um, big deal. They're all they're all um, branded of, mm-hmm. the, of our merchandise, so, so you can show your indie bookstore pride. 365. 365. Right. And they're probably worth about $300. Right. Each yeah. merchandise. Yeah. So. And seven of those. So you could get like really strategic in terms of where you finish. Think it out, people. Strategize. Think it out. You know, who should be your last? Who should be your first? You know, I don't know what you should do, but you can get a passport wherever you start. Drop it off wherever you finish. What do they say in the Hunger Games? <laughs> you should participate. It will be no, like no, no, the no. Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor. May the odds be ever in your favor. Do, 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 do. Okay, but <laughs> yeah, you have to have the Mockingjay call. Signal to each other as you pass. In your great adventure. But um, I was just going to add that we're going to have some other fun things just for fun at our store. Uh, Free, lovey, independent bookstore day stickers. We're going to have some brand new T-shirts. We've been debating and debating and debating. And of course, we relied on our favorite graphic design team, Ripkey Design, our little friend Shelby, who just had a baby, um, and their creative output to get us some new t-shirts for summer. Um, we also have our Ray Gun collab. Yes, and we have a bonfire Oh yeah, campaign, which is adorable just for any bookstore day. We will be posting that link probably with this podcast. Um, it is so adorable. It's lovely laying on a pile of books with so balloons. So this is like a limited time only, online only t-shirt. Set. Right. Bonfire's really cool. They do really cool collabs. So lots of merch opportunities. We all have exclusive products in the store that we ordered just for Independent Bookstore Day. They're not available at any chain stores. We have, for the first time ever, black wing pencils. And they are made just for Indie Bookstore Day. Um, they're really beautiful. Um, we'll have some balloons for the children. We'll have coloring, coloring pages. Mm-hmm. Made by a local artist. We have booze, you guys. Yeah. We also have booze. <laughs> you know we will be drinking, so be join known. in. Amanda and I will wear pajamas and be drinking champagne. 
Did we do that last year? I thought that's what we did on Black Friday. We did, but I don't see why we can't do it on any bookstore day. We make the rules. We might be wearing one of our new branded t-shirts with pajama pants. And we might Drinking have our shambongs. We might. I think the shambong should make an appearance so I everyone can think see. They probably should. Although I have twice or thrice spilled champagne on my computer keyboard. Oh Thanks my God. to Shambong. You should buy some, some like uh, disposable Shambongs and if anyone who spends like over $200 with gets us gets a Shambong! Gets to do, gets to do a Shambong with us. Okay. 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 I don't know. How drunk do you want to get? Okay. New challenge. Okay. Bubbles and Books listeners. If you spend over a hundred dollars, I think this is fair. 200. No, two hundred. How we don't want to get people are it's budgeting all day long. People are budgeting to go to all the stores. Okay, if you spend a hundred dollars, because we have splits, you know, we'll have bottles going already for you and me. We will pour you a shambong, and you get a free shambong if you spend over a hundred dollars. Okay, optional. Yeah, we are you not. You we are not pushing Shambong. You have to be twenty one. <laughs> With ID and a hundred dollar purchase, and you, and you get a Shambong. And we're not going to say, "Oh, you spent a hundred dollars. Let's do a Shambong." You have to be like, "Hey, listen to the podcast. Give and me I, a Shambong. Give me a Shambong, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> and if you say that to me or Amanda, we will maybe even give you like a very healthy pour. Yeah, we'll give you a healthy pour. If you call us, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Call me bitch, bitch. <laughs> Give me okay. a shambong, bitch. So that is the fun we have coming up. I will be reading story time on Wednesday. But other than that, it's all independent bookstore day. That's all we got going on. I just want to tell you that's what's it's popping at the store. Yeah, going on. Oh, fuck. We have one other actually very fun. Actually. Event. Yes, but it's not on our calendar, so we'll clean it up. Okay, so it is on our calendar. Let's clean up our business, starting over again. Okay. So, what do we have popping at the store this week besides Indie Bookstore Day? We'll be doing story time on Wednesday, but what do we got going on? As per usual. As per (laughs) usual. This week, I tried to pick the books. The kids had other ideas. (laughs) They picked their own books, and I read them the books, and they were very happy. It was that really was their fun. version of "Give Me a Shambong, Bitch." <laughs> yeah, that was their version of "Shambong, Bitch." So, um, but what do we have going on Thursday? Uh, we have Music Walk, which oh is my one of gosh. my gosh. Can I tell you about this? Yes, you okay. can. So, our musician. Well, let's let's first explain okay. First, what you music talk about Walk that, is. and then I'll tell my story. Okay, Music Walk is a downtown Ames event. So, um. Lots of businesses downtown will be hosting musicians, and you can come out, enjoy the beautiful weather, enjoy time with your family, and hear a bunch of local musicians at local businesses. Our favorite local musician is Ben Trock because he is a friend of the store. We see him more days than not. And, and one time he even got in our dumpster and smashed down our garbage for he us because it was overflowing. He jumped on the cardboard boxes He's for a us. real man. He's a real awesome man. He also works in the Ames Public Library, so he loves books. Is this where I should insert a clip of Ellen and um, Ben singing to Mbop by Hanson? <laughs> you may if you want. You could. I mean, it was a really good rendition. But I have to tell you, I solicited information about his musical act because he agreed to be our musical act again this year. We like his vibe. That's why we are inviting him Were you him like, back. Ben, I want to solicit you. Yes, it was. <laughs> I was like, Ben, I need to pick a cocktail that matches your musical style because at Dog Eared Books, we do cocktails. So Music Walk, we will have a cocktail available for purchase. Duh. And so I was like, tell me a little bit about like what your musical style is. Tell me, you know, what's your vibe? And of course he was like folksy, you know, Americana, that sort of thing. And he gave me some fun, some fun info, but he said one of his favorite songs to perform is called The Charlatan. And guess what? There's a cocktail called The, the Charlatan. Charlatan. But I need certain ingredients to test it out because I am not going to serve a cocktail. I have not tried. That is so professional. I am very professional and I have high standards for cocktails. You are totes profesh. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, I was thinking, and I have a friend. His name is Brendan. He manages Cyclone Liquors and he bartends at Cellar 626. 
the little, um, what are they called? The hidden bars? Speakeasy. Speakeasy. The speakeasy at the back. Um, And I was like, you know what? Of all the bars I know in town, I bet this one will have the ingredients I need, which include cherry liqueur, Mm. sweet vermouth, Mm. and Campari, in addition to other ingredients. So I want to try the charlatan. I have a date on Friday night with my husband. We're going while Brendan is working, and we are going to sample the charlatan and decide if it's good enough for the people of Ames on Music Walk Night. Wow. Look at you. You know what, listeners? This is the work. This is the work that we do every day. (laughs) This is a hard job. Yeah, it's really important. Okay, Okay, so that will be really exciting. And there will be all different kinds of musicians. So if if you're on social media, you should follow Downtown Ames because they've got, you know, all the different stuff that's happening downtown. But they've been um, posting which musicians are going to be with which businesses. And it's a really cool opportunity, especially now that the weather's warming up, to just, like, get out and and be around other people. I saw the weather forecast, and I heard that spring is happening right now. These three days. I heard these three days. No, it's spring right now. And (laughs) then it's going to be summer. So enjoy it while you can, peeps. Yeah. Okay, and so we have Music Walk. Mm -hmm. Do you know, I wonder, do you think that Ben can play Love Shack by the B-52s? We will ask him to. Because I am really good at the lady part of that. And I never have a good male part. Okay. I've only done karaoke to that song one time with a decent male partner. And Mm -hmm. it was some rando guy. Ooh, a lost love. His name was Kelly. I don't, that's all I remember. He was a farm guy. Where was this? Kanawa. <laughs> ooh, ooh, no, connections he's, he's, in the hubby's hometown. Yeah, I was with my husband. I know, but a little flicker of flame was happening no, no, on the no, stage. No, 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 it was not that. It was not that. He just said, I'll do that. And he was really good at it. So maybe Ben could play Love Shack with me. Okay, we'll try it. We'll and ask may- him for it. We'll ask him for it. Speaking of love, let's talk about what's popping on the shelf. These will be some of the well, new releases. We have to talk about Indie Bookstore Day is the 29th. We already we already talked about that. Okay, fine. Indie you Bookstore guys, Day. If you do not come on Indie Bookstore Day, you there was suck. a customer today and you he was suck. so sad because he's gonna be in Virginia. And he should be. That's rude. That's his hometown. And Whatever. I said, you know what? It's a national event. Go visit your <laughs> local indie in Virginia. Yep. But he was sad. He was like, "That can is someone, true." Can someone indie bookstores are being celebrated everywhere. everywhere. So if you are not here, you should go visit an indie near you. But he said, "Will you save me a lovey sticker?" And he collects. He collects art. Lovey stickers. He specifically requested a portrait of Lovey and art print that he can put on his wall. And he said, can we please save him a Lovey sticker from Indie Bookstore Day because he has been collecting every variety that we offer. That's really cute. So Rachel and Shelby, because Rachel makes a lot of these happen and Shelby, who helps design them, keep them coming. The people want them. Lovey, when we turned her into a pizza slice for the cheesy reading challenge, people thought I was a pizza slice <laughs> and didn't realize it was still Lovey. But most of the time, it works out pretty well. We just we are issuing, we are reissuing our Pride Lovey. We are bringing out Floral Spring Lovey. So come get your branded stickers. So anyway, okay. So story time. Boom. Music walk. Boom. boom. Any books are boom 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 boom. boom, 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 boom. That's seven booms, I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's seven bookstores. And when you come in, when? Or when you come in, because if you do not, you don't love us, you will discover these new releases. Okay. This is the one that many people have been listening to on uh, Libro FM, our independent um, audiobook source. If you are listening to audiobooks, you need to switch now. <laughs> Because it's exactly the same as Libro FM. you don't get to make fun of us now. You've been like fucking around on your phone this whole time. You don't get to be out of the conversation and then be like, and then be like, bullshit. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I was working on my phone. I feel like like I'm watching myself and my child right now. Now you want to enter the conversation. Okay, 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 okay. okay. (laughs) We have a hardcover. We have a hardcover from Emily Henry. This does not happen, you guys. This does not happen. Does often. not happen. Often. 
She usually comes out in paperback, but you know what? She is serious about this one. This is called The Happy Place. She's like, shambong, bitch. Shambong, bitch, get happy. Because <laughs> it's called The Happy Place. And it's hardcover. I am listening to this <laughs> romance, which has some very sexy, steamy scenes, some tension, some weight. Okay, if it's a five uh, pepper spice. It's game. not a, f- I mean, what? moments are five peppers, but it mostly it simmers at like a three and a half. Okay. Because there's another a couple that is going to engage. What constitutes okay. a pepper? Group, group of six friends since college. Don't worry. It's Mostly, not an orgy. Kind of. <laughs> because people have paired off. There were three girlfriends. Then they started ordering, or, ordering, <laughs> order, ordering in man Orgy. friends. No, they adding in roommates. So okay. over time, it became uh, three friends. Um a male roommate who is just a really good friend, Parth. He's the life of the party on campus. So he becomes one of their friends. Um, then one of them has to study abroad, Harriet. And when Harriet's gone, Winthrop, who becomes known, becomes known as Win, that's his nickname, he fills in her spot, but they decide to keep it all going. Um, and eventually there becomes a sixth member. So there's Cleo, Harriet, and I can't remember her name starts with Sydney. I think it's Sydney. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sorry, Emily Henry. But anyway, the three Obviously friends. You're listening. Parth, yes. Parth and Sid hook up. Cleo oh. is gay. She finds Kimmy, her lover. No. Um, Harriet and Winthrop are in love. They've been engaged. So, like, they didn't want to tell anyone they were together in the beginning because it might break up the friendship. Well, then they hooked up. Ooh, see me, see me. Um, They've continued this friendship for, like, a (laughs) decade now. They have vacation with each other every summer. They all come from messed up family situations. So they really rely on their family situations or their friendship um, as family. But Harriet and Winthrop are in trouble. And it's really interesting. How do we come together for our annual family vacation with our friends, our friend family? And how do we all acknowledge the changes that have happened over time? So and this is a very sex. good and have sexy me stacks. Oh my gosh, the tension. So I'm almost done with it. <laughs> um, TJ Klune, a super popular author in the fantasy realm, has a new book out. It's called The Lives of Puppets. Oh, yeah. This is exciting. Um, and TJ Klune's going to be visiting us in central Iowa for the Midwest Iowa Booksellers Association conference. What? You didn't know I'm this? just learning this. <laughs> TJ Klune will be there. I think it's pretty ballsy to put puppets in the title of a serious novel. You should tell TJ Klune now. <laughs> TJ, you got balls. You got balls, TJ. Okay. So this is supposedly inspired do you by want to Yeah, do you want to shambong and tell me about your puppets? Um, this is called A Cross Between Pinocchio and Swiss oh, Family. No. Rachel does, doesn't like Pinocchio. Does this also have steamy sex? Because I hope not. No, 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 no. But maybe you should get another bottle. There there is another bottle. Um <laughs> There is a fatherly inventor named Giovanni. Remember Giuseppe? I do remember Giuseppe. Um, Giovanni Lawson, who has made three robots. So it's inspired by the adventures of Pinocchio and a little bit like Swiss Family Robinson and Wally. Oh, God. okay. So we're having a lot this of fun is here. Like a mashup. Yeah. So read it. Um, but you he- know, people love T.J. Clune, and like I often hear those books described as like a warm hug. Get yourself a glass, Rachel, because we're going to be in trouble if you don't drink with us. And Emily needs one too. If she wants one. We can, Ellen and I can't do this bottle on our own. If you would drink one, please have a glass. Oh, Only if you want. Okay. Oh. You don't understand how much milkshake You know what? I can drink a milkshake and a half bottle of champagne. You are so, so talented. You know, but I'm 40 and she's like 20. So <laughs> that's what a couple decades does to you. Tolerance. All right. I want to talk about also that um, a 
um, what do we call them? Psychological thriller. Favorite, Jocelyn Jackson, author of- Oh, Jesus! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> hey, guys, we got our pop! Do you think that the salon hates us because we're over here yelling? What the- <laughs> um, we, no. Who cares? Um, Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, you guys, this is fancy. I did not know this. Vera Wang makes a Prosecco. Um, it's called Party. And it's in this like super cool um, silver bottle. What, where'd you find this? Cycle and liquors? So it says, when I think of romance, fun, laughter, friendship, I think of Prosecco. Prosecco is the wine that embodies emotion. Totally. All my emotions bubbling up at all time and celebrates life. Sharing these moments, large and small, together and dreaming all alone. Prosecco is there to delight, savor, charm, and seduce. Woo, woo. Love, Vera. So I don't know where she's making this. Oh, it looks, it comes from Italy. So good job, Vera. Smells good. All right. So just so we can finish telling you about the new releases, we had to open another bottle. But as I told you, it was a day where we started very early. Um, <laughs> so Josh, Jocelyn, 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 I can't say your name. Um, Jackson, um, a mystery thriller, psychological thriller author who wrote Mother May I, which was a fan favorite. Yeah. One of our really good friends, um, Jen, who reads all the psychological thrillers, loves Jocelyn Jackson's Mother May I. This was called With My Little Eye. I love. I told you to give me half, not fill the whole shampoo. I really love her play on words with these little childlike games. Mother may I, and with my little eye, I spy with my little eye. So this is about a famous actress who's getting disturbing fan mail. And the creepy letters same old are story. made with fruit scented marker. Ew. This is really a great detail for the 90s. Um no. And and she starts to think of she starts to think of this letter writer as the marker man. <laughs> He's been in her home. He's watching her. If he can't have her, no one can. So anyway, is that he like six because he has markers. He has scented markers. <laughs> Just the only person I know who really eye, like scented markers right now is my kid. <laughs> um, I think scented markers are really fun, but. You know, there are certain, you know how there's always the scent or the flavor of a candy or a scented marker that in no way reflects reality? Yes. What would you say would be the least in agreement scent, taste to reality? Like, banana never makes sense. But I like banana flavor. Actually, it does. I like banana bread. No. You think it makes sense? No, because it's proven. Banana, yes, the banana flavor that we get is so we have a new banana, a new world banana that has and we really also have ruined. a banana expert in Rachel. Rachel is who a banana knew? expert. Who knew? Social media and bananas. <laughs> and also like antiquing world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, have a, I have another new release Pluto. that is adjacent because okay. markers were involved. Okay. <laughs> it's There's only one copy of this Oh my one. God. It is rare. <laughs> It's called Hot Dog by Holden Grimm. <laughs> and I'll just I'll just give you the premise. It's very good. It's very well illustrated. There's actually a series. The follow-ups are hamburger and french fries. Mm-hmm. They all have a very similar premise, which is that the person who purchases the food item thinks that they have gotten ketchup, but it is hot sauce. <laughs> we all know what happens. Yeah. So out. anyway, 
Hot Dog by Holden Grimm. <laughs> he hides his books in the store. It's he really does. cute. Okay, we do have um, a couple other adult releases. I want to tell you this one. This one would be good in a game. A real title game? or not real title. Oh, game. Uh, oh, okay. Bear with me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's a real title. <laughs> Katie Shepard plays the pun. Um, there is a woman who has panic attacks. Okay. She goes to Montana. The okay. girl Tegan goes to a meditation retreat to deal with her panic attack. Is the guru guru a bear? She decides to step away from the retreat where she's supposed to be learning to meditate and she almost gets eaten by a bear and love ensues with the bear. I don't know. You'll have to read it to find out. And then there are two cookbooks coming out. People are big fans of both of these brands. Milk street has noodles. Everybody loves noodles, noodle cookbooks. Or as we call them in my house, nudes, nudes, Get some nudes Give recipes. Me some, make me some nudes, Tyler. And this is the kind of title that really appeals to me. Love and Lemons is a very favorite cookbook brand. It's Love and Lemons Simple Feel Good Food. I want simple feel good food, but I just want someone else to shop for it and make it for me, please. Using this cookbook. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then in Kids, Firekeeper's Daughter is coming to paperback. Love that book. Yep. It's a, a young adult kind of mystery, it's a mystery thriller yeah. set in a in Minnesota, Michigan, Michigan. Um, a young girl who kind of straddles the line between um, her non-indigenous culture world and her indigenous heritage, mm-hmm. um, and, and she gets sort of like involved in a investigation, unwittingly involved in an investigation. Yes. Very good. One of the best YA books to come out in years. Yeah, we so. read it in the official book club last yep. year for the bookstore. And so we read like, you know, fiction, nonfiction, whatever. I think it was uh, that group's been meeting for like two years. It's kind of been the same core group of people. And mm-hmm. that I th- I think they agreed was like their favorite one they had read so far. So okay. um, The Last Kiss on Earth is a very popular um, graphic novel series. My kids series. like it. There is a new kind of extension to this world. It's called The Last Comics on Earth. Jack, Quint, June, and Dirk have a new challenge at their local comic book store. They're making a strange discovery. They've read every last issue of their favorite comic, Z-Man, and no new issues are coming ever. Oh, my God. No! So... They're going to write and illustrate their own comic book. I love this Way to idea. take initiative, yeah, kids. Yeah, it's teaching kids that they can be creators as well. They so. can make their own version of Hot Dog. Just like we make our own version of reality on this podcast. And <laughs> that's all we got for you folks this week. Okay. Keep the champagne, champagne flowing, flowing and the books going. going. <laughs> you spilled it again. I just spilled Stop on my it. computer. <laughs> Remember, uh, subscribe, like, follow, because you want to find out what's happening in Dog Eared Books every single week. Yep. And if you don't live in Ames, you can always follow us on social or hit our website to order books. Follow us at, at Dog Eared Books Ames or at Dog Eared Books on TikTok. All right, listeners, keep the champagne flowing and the books going. This is so great. It's so great.